help me welcome back to the show Corey Lee, who seemingly, seemingly has gotten some money, but may not. Corey, welcome back to CL Bryan Show. How are you, brother? I'm doing really good, uh, Corey, but I hear that there may be a, a snag or, or, or a hindrance to you actually getting the money. Tell us what the holdup is for you black farmers to receive the money that was put into this bill for you. Well, there was a, a degree of uncertainty for about two weeks, two or three weeks, and uh, not sure, it wasn't, we really were not sure if any of the bill that related to the uh, Warnock bill that was in the COVID relief package was going to make it through. It had a, uh, a billion-dollar uh, discretion fund in there, but it went through unscathed. Uh, and so I think that we're on the right road. And, uh, in fact, I was on a uh, Zoom call with... Uh, uh, Secretary Bill Sack and uh, Dr. Dwayne Goldman and uh, Cedric Richmond from Louisiana earlier this morning, and uh, there were a lot of questions being asked, and uh, it was pretty insightful. And uh, I, I've got, you know, I, if we have time, I can share a little bit about what was said. Uh, some of the sentiments from the black farmers, you know, there's still a degree of, you know, are, are we really going to get what we signed up for, you know, type thing that's going on. Have they told you how they can allocate the money? Have they told you how they can distribute the money? And then there's a question that I have for you. You want to start with the question first? Let me ask the question. This was a part of the COVID relief package. Is that right? Yes, sir. Many Americans are asking how then does a lot of things. And since we're talking about farmers and black farmers in particular, how does this relate to what they told us this was? Why are we? Yes, I want, you know, you know, I don't have to tell you that I want black farmers to succeed. But how is that attached to this bill? That's what Americans want to know. And that's what this show is building the bridge. We need to have that conversation. Well, you got the right name today. I'm going to explain to you exactly how it works. So... Uh, back in October, there was $9.6 billion in pandemic re uh, relief uh, for farmers, if we all recall. Well, black farmers only got 2.26 of 1% of that $9.6 billion, okay? So in the top 10% of the uh, white farmers got 60% of that money. And so it was necessary to have a congressional act to make sure that the black farmers in which the USDA has admitted to systemic record uh, uh, discrimination for the past uh, were to get their fair share because, you know, we have lost over 15 million acres of land since 1920 through discrimination and all kinds of Jim Crow era tactics that basically was stealing land from black farmers. So, so it was necessary because when the first $9.6 billion were doled out, the black farmers got 0.26% of 1%. And that's, that's, that's not your fair share because what people fail to realize when a federal agency spends taxpayer dollars, that's just what it is. It's taxpayers' dollars. Yeah. And so when you have African-Americans that contribute to 
pay their taxes and businesses and, uh, you know, buying, uh, like, items at the stores and things of that nature. Well, then they, they deserve to get their fair share of government programs like everybody else. So um, I'm not really understanding where is the big disconnect because the way it's been sold on some of the mainstream media is that all of a sudden this is some giveaway to black farmers, but they didn't tell the whole story. And for example, I can go a little further. When we had the trade wars, there was $46 billion allocated. Black farmers got less than $10 million as a whole through that whole deal. So So let me ask you this. Are we saying that in this bill, then we made up or it was uh, proposed and it has been proposed and it has been done that we make up for what was left out as far as the black farmers are concerned from the last bill? The last bill did not allocate the funds that were to come to black farmers. And so in this bill, that was that was the the compensation that was do uh, talk to us about help us understand that yeah i wouldn't look at it as conversation from a standpoint i better it's much better viewed as that's a down payment okay. from the standpoint it's i'll give you a, uh, a parallel to my thinking so when they uh, allocated the ppp money look at the large businesses they got all of the money in people that had small businesses didn't get a whole lot of anything so this time, because of the COVID, they made sure that small businesses were, were you know, got their fair share and had a chance to survive. So if you're not going to raise hell about that part, then don't raise hell about uh, black farmers that were left out just like small businesses was, was left out. It, it only becomes a problem when you use the word black. And so the narrative should never be... Well, the black farmers got this. Well, let me tell you about the $250 billion worth of damage that's been done to black farmers in the last 20 years. Yeah. So, no, we didn't get anything, so this needs to be considered as a down payment to what you owe us. And 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 this is and, and of course I, of course everybody point well taken everybody understands exactly what you're saying as far as that's concerned their question is why would they attach it to a COVID relief bill like they did the the bailouts for these states and so forth that's what Americans are talking about I believe that legislation should be set out specifically for the black farmers to get the money that uh, they have been denied that's only fair uh, but what they're what what is railing and Col- Corey you know. This show is, it has great reach. And what the people are talking about is not only the injustice that's been done against you being made up in, in this bill, but the injustices that they're saying have been done against folks that injustice hasn't been done against that's being made up in this bill. And so that's what the American, and it's being sold to us as COVID relief. That's what I'm getting at. It's being sold to us as COVID relief. And they're asking well, the question, what does it have to do with COVID? That's the thing. That's what I'm asking. I'm going to revert back to my earlier comments. There was $9.6 billion of pandemic relief, which is still COVID, that was dished out in October to white farmers. Then, when was the, then that was sold as uh, COVID relief or pandemic relief 
it's the same thing. It's just two peas in a pod. But because this specific language says to social distancing farmers, it doesn't even say black farmers. So first, that needs to be clarified. If the Warnock bill was due to farmers of color, which includes in, indigenous farmers uh, and Hispanic farmers, so basically the Indian farmers and, and, and the uh, Hispanic farmers and black farmers. So at the end of the day, it's the same thing that was sold in October. It's pandemic relief, and it's half of the relief that was given then. Right. But nobody, the majority of people didn't get the money, but the big white farmers. But because you put color in there, all of a sudden it's an issue. You can't you can't look past that. In fact, I'm gonna go even further. Phil, you know you're my man, but sometimes I gotta call the dog the dog. <laughs> go for it, man. So I was uh, watching this clip this morning on uh, with Tim Scott was on Fox. Yeah, uh, it was on YouTube. So I think it aired yesterday. And I don't know if he was baited into saying what he said, but at some point in time, the thing that I like about you. We may not always agree on certain things in politics, but I guarantee you we can meet some call to ask together. Yeah, oh yeah. And, you know, and yeah, have a good yeah. time. Yeah, 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 for sure. He gets, on, he gets on there and says, you know what? This COVID package should have never, ever gave black farmers any relief uh, because you're only widening the disparity. I sit there thinking, oh, okay, so you can say that, but also... We also tried to get the the, uh, the the last administration to fix the problem. It never got fixed. So by that being said, you're saying that, you know, half of the Republicans weren't on board at all. But the Republicans had the opportunity to fix this thing, too. Yeah, yeah. And did nothing. Yeah, yeah. So we can't lose sight of that. Yeah. And, and, I mean, like, you have been great or given us a platform to even discuss it. You know, I mean, I'm just, I, I want to look at myself as apolitical. I don't really agree with a whole lot of politics because I'm for middle America, and I don't like getting caught up between the haves and the have-not because, it, you know, you better do good. I can't fix it by myself. But until I'm going to take a different approach is that in that conference call this morning with, with listening to Bill Sack, and, you know, we, we've, I've had my thoughts in the past over that. But I look at Cedric Richmond from Louisiana, and then there's a, uh, a new man. His name is uh, Dr. Dwayne Goldman. I think he's out of Arkansas. Mm-hmm. And what they were asking for were for groups like mine to team up with them to fix the problem. Mm-hmm. First time I ever heard that being stated because, you know, I, I can, I'm, I'm almost a little CL. <laughs> I'll go all in if I, think, if I think I'm right in your role. And, and I said, you know what, that might be the best approach because what may take them months to try to figure out our group is already solved, but they're just going to have to reach across and talk to us. They, I mean, and it just takes a conversation. I have some brilliant attorneys around me, brilliant. The, the process can, can be solved in a matter of a couple of weeks. We can lay in a roadmap. And the biggest thing that deal with farmers of color, that was part of this bill that people are finding uh, disproportionate, disproportionate to something, whatever terms they're using, is that the aired property that was uh, from the Pickford litigation from 1999, that's an easy fix on my group. We've already figured it out. And then also... You know, they were, as you asked me earlier, how was it going to be implemented? That's an easier fix. But they're going to have to 
reach out to our group that we've already solved it and so it can get fixed and I'm not I guess I'm going to get off the soapbox and tell everything that's wrong with the things they're doing and say hey oh you've got my telephone number everybody knows that you do uh, <laughs> just reach across the aisle and let us fix it yeah and that's probably the best solution and uh you know such a Richmond from Louisiana it's a peculiar person and he's very well spoken, but the last Zoom call I was on with, he says, you know, Corey, I'm going to get back to you, and we're going to fix this problem, but I've never heard from him. <laughs> and, you know, and, and it kind of, you know, put a, 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 a pin in my balloon because I want to hold him to his word instead of me railing against, you know, politicians all the time and, and administration for not doing what they said we are going to do. If you ever want to be written into history, let us help you fix the problem, and then you. Then I'll just ride off within the sunset. And I'll go ride some horses and yeah. do whatever I do. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and and so you know, I just I, I'm really appreciative of you not letting this voice die. Oh no, uh, man, no, no. You yeah. see, you see, Corey, I come from, like I tell you from the very beginning, our first interview is that I come from the, the farmer stock. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm farmers. I'm from that stock. And uh, my mom and dad came from that stock and all their people came off the farm. And so I, I have a, a special place in my heart for, for farmers. Uh, granddaddy would tell us, hey, we all, you know, if it don't rain, we may not eat, you know. And so we, we trusted God. Uh, we trusted God for, for everything. And, and so uh, I, I appreciate what you're doing. And I fight the fight with you. I'm going to fight the fight with you. But I'm always going to tell you what the people are asking about how money is allocated. And, and we need to know uh, how it's used and all that type of thing. Listen, man, uh, I want to bring you back hey, real you, soon. Let me ask you this. Can God. I make one last point, Bill? Man? Sure. Uh, one thing that I want to protect against, and, I, and I've been noticing more and more over the last four or five years, with the smaller farmer. And that includes anybody that's not a big farmer, and it doesn't matter your ethnicity. I would like for solutions that were not kept into a role as just a producer, because you control too much about the big, you know, team commodities up at the top. You know, we need to expand into processors. We need to expand into distributors and things of that nature. That's where the real money is. As long as you're just a producer, you're going to experience the problems that we've experienced for decades. And so with that billion-dollar discretion fund, I would like to see the Department of Agriculture come up with a solution. Again, we've had some solutions, and we, you know, we're willing to team up with them. That will put smaller farmers into business because there's a shortage of uh, beef processing facilities around the country right now. Then if we can go ahead and have outreach, build more facilities, and let the little guy get a chance to operate, we could cure a whole lot of the ills that the plague and uh, the food supply now. Corey Lee, you have been the voice of it, a strong voice for it for a long time. Man, I want to thank you for coming on with me. God bless and God keep you. Keep your hands to the plow, brother, and talk to you real soon. Thank you.